Hey everybody, this is Debbie Portell with Integrity Training Systems. I'm on my now official second podcast. I'm thankful to have the opportunity to be doing these podcasts. My whole purpose in doing these podcasts is just so that I can get more information out to the folks. We have a radio show with Integrity Training Systems on FM News Talk 97.1 every Sunday at 2 o'clock. And we've been doing that radio show for over five years now, but I've noticed that there's a shift, uh, you know, that more people are, are listening to podcasts and they're listening to FM radio. That doesn't mean that we're getting rid of the radio show, but I want to try to be able to reach out and to be able to, to attract uh, more folks and to be able to get the information that we get out from that radio show out there to more folks. And I feel like a podcast is a great opportunity to do so. We will be offering these podcasts available on SoundCloud. So if you were to go out to SoundCloud, uh, you would want to subscribe to Debbie Portel slash Integrity Training Systems. And that will get you a a notification of when I will have uh, another uh, podcast available. If you have very specific topics that you would like to have discussed uh, on a on a specific podcast, then I would recommend sending me a private uh, Facebook message, or I would recommend posting it on my Facebook page as an idea, just under Debbie Portel, or you can go to the Integrity Training Systems Facebook page as well. You can also look me up, Debbie Portel, or Integrity Training Systems on Instagram, and that would be a great place to make some suggestions of what you would like to hear uh, for a next podcast or just things that you would like to have further discussed. And we really like hearing from you. So please try to send some of that information in. Um, If you have not taken a look at SoundCloud, the uh, podcast will be out there uh, as well as next week. We should be available on iTunes and on Google Play. So that's just a little bit of administrative data, which we want to throw out there in the beginning. Uh, For more information, for those of you folks that really are not familiar with integrity, please take a look at us at integritytraininggroup.com. We are a personal training and nutrition company. We are not a fitness center, so our locations are private. We have a location in both Clayton and in O'Fallon, Missouri. Uh, I've been doing what I do for over 15 years now, nutrition counseling. I'm a coach, uh, as well as a personal trainer, and we have a staff of trainers that work for Integrity Training Systems. We have a very specific method that we go through when we do personal training. We take every client through what we call a personal fitness assessment, where where we try to identify any muscle imbalances that you have, any postural deviations. We try to get you prepared for the workout. Now, it doesn't matter how long you've worked out for. So if you've been in the gym for the past 30 years, or if you've never set foot in a gym, this assessment is going to help you. We have so many folks that it has monumentally impacted the way they function every day by starting foam rolling, by starting stretching, by starting mobility exercises. It also just helps a person to better achieve a goal because the flexibility is paramount. You're only going to be as strong as the weakest part of your body. So starting to get some of that stuff loosened up can make a big difference. For more information on a free personal fitness assessment with any of our personal trainers at Integrity Training Systems, you can take a look at us at integritytraininggroup.com or you can contact us at 63 as well as for information on a five-month nutrition program with myself where I tell you exactly what to eat, where to buy it from, how to prepare it, what to order when you eat out. You get a good idea of what you should be drinking and any supplements that you should be taking. You also get to walk away with a cookbook. Just give us a call. That 
that uh, nutrition program is not a diet program. It's not a quick fix program. It's not a biggest loser chase your goal program. It's a change your lifestyle program. And we truly try to teach folks not just to chase goals, but to truly change your lifestyle, to learn the science behind food and to come to an understanding of how food can completely change your life. And that's what we do at Integrity. Now, the first, uh, well, not first, but the only topic that we're going to talk about today, I'm so used to a radio show and having four segments. So I usually have multiple topics, but since you only get uh, uh, one one topic, I could actually take the whole hour to talk about one topic if I wanted to, which would be somewhat da- dangerous for all of you who are listening, uh, but at least you have a stop button. So on the radio show, I just keep going. And, and if you tune in, then you're stuck with me. But ketogenic dieting is what I'd like to talk about today. And a lot of times I get messages from folks that say, you know, is a ketogenic diet the only type of diet that you put people on? And I, I say, honestly, a ketogenic diet is probably maybe 25% of the people that I work with, I put on a ketogenic diet. So that actually isn't the type of diet that I put people on. Now, everybody seems to have a different opinion on what a ketogenic diet is nowadays, but in my opinion, a ketogenic diet is really working towards achieving ketosis, uh, and that's something that I've worked with folks um, over the past 15 years doing. So to me, 60 grams, 70 grams of carbs per day is not a ketogenic diet uh, or does not a ketogenic diet make. Now, again, I'm not out to discredit anyone that is doing well and potentially is in ketosis at 60 to 70 grams of carbs, but in my opinion, I believe that you need to be under 20, 20 and under grams of carbs or 30. And that's simply not, that's not coming from a degree. That's not coming from me being a doctor. That's coming from me working with folks for 15 years. And that's what in my experience, it has taken for a person to successfully be in ketosis or to actually follow a strict uh, ketogenic diet. So If someone goes from being on a high-carb diet to what I feel like is a moderate carb diet when they're taking in 60 to 80 grams of carbs, I do not consider that a ketogenic diet. So again, to me, a ketogenic diet would be 20 to 30 grams of carbs or less. For me personally, I would have to be at 20 grams of carbs, um, sometimes even less. So there are some people that are just going to be much more sensitive. So why would you do a ketogenic diet? I'm sure most of you tuning in already know why you would do a ketogenic diet. So I don't want to be super elementary, but I do for maybe some of the folks that, that do not understand. I've talked about it on the radio for years. So obviously we know that I believe in a ketogenic diet and I certainly have been raked over the coals in the bodybuilding community as well as just kind of, you know, different folks who think I'm crazy because I believe in ketogenic diets. Again, I will repeat, I do not put all of my clients on ketogenic diets, but I do believe in it. And I believe it is a useful tool for folks with autoimmune diseases, for folks with psychological uh, disorders, uh, for neurological disorders, and for folks who are really dealing with a lot of inflammation in their body. It's just a great way to calm their body down. I have an autoimmune disease. I've done a ketogenic diet for many years. It has been very effective for me. So using a ketogenic diet, what it does is it allows you the opportunity to not have to use insulin as your energy source. So it allows you to use fat for energy. So instead of releasing insulin, you suddenly start to use ketones as your resource. So what does that mean? Well, we often have body fat that we could use for energy, and we often have body fat that we need to use for energy, and we're not using it. We keep piling in more carbs in our mouth, and so we end up trying to burn whatever energy we've put in our mouth instead of going and accessing stored body fat and using that for energy. A ketogenic diet sets you up into a position where you have the 
option to be able to use fat as your resource. So that is primarily why we would want to do a ketogenic diet because we really want to use the fat as our fuel source because insulin is such a short-term uh, energy builder. So if your body's running off of an insulin furnace, I'll use an athlete as an example. So if it's a marathon runner and they've decided that they're going to carb fuel themselves, then every two hours they're going to have to stick a goo pack in their mouth. They're going to have to stick some type of carbohydrate in them in order to have the energy to keep going through their race. If a person is on a ketogenic diet and they've actually been providing themselves with the right amount of fat, their body is fat adapted, they will be able to go probably 50% longer than someone who's on a carb uh, uh, controlled diet or someone who's running on an insulin furnace because they're not going to have that same low or that same drop. Again, that would have to be someone who is significantly fat adapted and had been successfully in ketosis. But being able to use body fat as your fuel source is just so incredibly important. So understanding that you're not taking in a carbohydrate and then three hours later taking in another carbohydrate and then three hours later taking in another carbohydrate, you're actually taking in enough fat that it really should sustain you. Not to say that you won't get hungry in three hours because you might get hungry in three hours, but the fat really shouldn't have you starving on a ketogenic diet. This is an excellent diet for someone who is sugar addicted because if you're sugar addicted, it might, it might be tough for that first week because you're going to go through just the overall change of, of just can, you know, changing your insulin patterns and also kind of releasing a lot of toxins that are in your body. But once you get to the point to where, you know, you're in your comfort zone, it's pretty amazing how much you won't crave sugar. Your body just simply doesn't need the sugar because your brain isn't chronically getting unnecessarily pumped with excess serotonin and excess dopamine from all the carbs that you're having. And the reality of it is, is you're not having these insulin bumps and insulin dumps. So you just kind of flatline and really stay steady and really stay consistent. So that's the beauty of a, a ketogenic diet. Now, the negative of a ketogenic diet is also that it's very hard as a person on your own to really make sure that you're doing it correctly. So in my opinion and in years past, I've really never suggested for anyone to just kind of randomly decide to start doing a ketogenic diet just because they read an article on Google. It is by far the last diet I would suggest if it's something that you're going to try to do on your own and you're not going to seek out any professional advice for it. It is something that really can throw your system off if you're not doing it correctly. You can have a flu from it. There are just so many different symptoms that can come from it. If your body is consuming too much protein, you could be converting that protein over to glucose and keeping yourself out of ketosis. If your body is consuming too many vegetables, too many carbs, again, you could be having an insulin response and putting yourself into to a position where you're just simply not staying in ketosis. And so when you take it in all this fat, your body should be using that fat for energy. But when you keep bumping yourself out and you keep putting yourself into a situation where you're not going into ketosis, you're basically going to end up at some point causing that liver to end up storing that fat. 
That's why people really fail on a ketogenic diet because they end up storing the fat in their liver because they kind of mess up on the food. So they're not staying consistent. They're not getting the right amount of protein in, meaning usually way too much protein. Just so everyone is aware, protein can convert to glucose just like carbs. It's called gluconeogenesis. Just Google it. It's very interesting stuff. So if you overconsume on protein, then you could just as easily cause yourself to get kicked out of ketosis. You've got to be really careful. So the negative to me on a ketogenic diet is someone who's going to cheat. I feel if you're a cheater and you can acknowledge it and you know you don't stick to your diet, you should not should not be on a ketogenic diet because you're going to damage yourself. You're going to end up with fatty liver at some point. It is not the type of diet that you want to follow for five days and then have a pizza on the weekend. That is not the way ketosis is. My suggestion is if you're considering it, I would read a book called Keto Adapted by Maria Emmerich. She does a wonderful job of explaining ketosis as a lifestyle I'm a lifestyle promoter. I'm not the person that goes around with the flag and tries to identify that I've lo- I've helped 100 people lose 100 pounds. Honestly, I think I have, but I don't promote that. I'm the person that promotes, I help someone figure out how to eat. And even though they gained weight, they went back and lost it again because they know the science behind food and they know what they need to do to control themselves. And they've learned how their body is affected by food. Remember the book Keto Adapted by Maria Emmerich. That is a great book if you're considering starting a ketogenic diet. So that's, to me, the negatives of a ketogenic diet. You can't cheat on it. It's a terrible diet to cheat on. And then you really need some professional assistance. If you're going back into real life where you're suddenly going to start eating sweet potato every day and brown rice, you need someone to guide you in there very slowly. Just like if someone comes to me and they're on the like that drop diet, the HCG stuff where they're on 500 calories a day, they need to meet with me. As soon as the day is over, that they're no longer on the 500 calories, they need to schedule an appointment with me so that they know exactly what to do the very next day and then every day thereafter. So you've got to know how to have somebody walk you out of a ketogenic diet. You've got to make sure that you are doing it correctly. So this is something that long-term could cause more fat gain, could cause a fatty liver, and could really cause more of an inflammatory response. Now, I do not believe in the beginning that it is appropriate to add dairy to a ketogenic diet. And Maria Emmerich in her book, Keto Adapted, also explains that she does not agree in a dairy diet. So in in terms of at least for those 30 days, the average person is definitely having a response to dairy and they do not realize it. And dairy is one of the first things that puts a complete halt to uh, weight loss. So I never, ever put it in a ketogenic diet in the first 30 days. In fact, I personally am much more strict and I don't put it in a ketogenic diet for the first 90 days. Then I test the waters with it. Very few females do well on dairy. That messes with our estrogen. We always end up with extra belly weight. We end up with bloating. We end up with breakouts. We end up with skin issues. We end up with gut issues from dairy. So if anything comes up with your period, if anything comes up with belly bloat, if you start getting breakouts, you start getting skin issues, you start getting gut issues, and you've recently 
recently added cheese to a ketogenic diet or you've recently added heavy cream, get the dairy out. I don't care if it's organic. Get that dairy out and try it without the dairy. It is my opinion and it is my opinion because I've done it for the amount of years that I've done it and I do not believe the dairy works and I don't feel it's appropriate. And that's where you get into the is this a healthy diet thing because no, it's not healthy to eat cheese all day long. No, it's not healthy to put heavy cream on food all day long. Who's trying to convince you that it is? And if they are, they're wrong. It's not healthy to do that all day long. A ketogenic diet is great when you take healthy principles and you put yourself into ketosis with those healthy principles. Don't get yourself convinced that it's a great idea to sit around and eat bacon all day because it's not. It's just not. Now, if you're trying to test the waters and see if you can lose some weight and you want to try it, go for it. But if you really want to change your health and you want to change your lifestyle, you got to take this seriously and you got to think longevity. You cannot think about the quick fix. The quick fix is, I want to get 30 pounds off. I'm going to do a ketogenic diet. Okay. Well, what did that do to your liver? What did that do to your arteries? What did that do to your heart? You've got to care about that stuff more. When you put that as the priority, your weight loss becomes null and void. You don't have to worry about the weight loss. You start losing the weight without even trying. You've got to make your health the priority. So in my opinion, do not start stuffing your face with cured bacon that has sugar in it and with a bunch of cheese and a bunch of heavy cream. If you want to do a ketogenic diet clean, call someone like me. I'll guide you through the process. But the reality of it is, is you should still care about the ingredients in your food. You should still care about how pure your food is. And un non-grass-fed beef is terrible for your heart and terrible for your arteries. Grass-fed beef is excellent. So if you're going to do a ketogenic diet and you plan to do and consume beef on a regular basis, you've got to make it a priority to get that as grass-fed. And there are multiple farms in the area. I always used Farmer Girl Meats. So if you really need someone or something, go and find out where your local farm is. But do not do a ketogenic diet and eat non-grass-fed beef all day long. That's terrible for you. Also, who in the world thinks that a pork rind is a good idea? I mean, who, who thinks that's a good idea? It, deep down, who is convinced that a pork rind is a good idea? Who looks at that package and says, I think I should eat a pork rind because that would be a good idea. That would be something that would actually be considered healthy. I refuse to believe that anybody's ever looked at a bag of pork rinds and they sincerely believed that that was a healthy choice. So you just got to kind of pay attention to what you're doing. You know, if you're sitting there taking on a food that you and I both know is not going to long term be something that's going to benefit your body. Just because it's part of a diet doesn't make it a good idea. So you really have to make sure that you're in a position where you make wise choices with these types of diets. Now, one big mistake that people make is that they get themselves a little bit too caught up on things like nuts and avocado. So you've got to be really careful with stuff like that. Those have carbs in it. So if you're going to do nuts and you're going to do, you know, you're going to do avocado, you really have to make sure that you're, you're counting that as your carbs for the day. If you're not going to count that as your carbs for the day, you will go over. And people will say, you know, well, should I use, um, you know, should I use the net carbs or should I use like, like what, what carbs should I use? When you look and you see how many carbs is in something, that's how many carbs you should use. The reality is, is that I don't care 
I don't care how much fiber's in it. I get it that there's different principles. If it has that many carbs in it, that's how many carbs you need to take into consideration. So you need to make sure that you're not over, you're not over consuming on carbs by adding things like, you know, avocado and too much avocado and adding things like, uh, you know, simple things like nuts. People will say macadamia nuts. In my opinion, macadamia nuts is one of the worst things to add to a ketogenic diet. I've never in my lifetime met anybody that ate eight macadamia nuts, that ate eight, that ate nine macadamia nuts. You, you don't eat nine macadamia nuts. They're so small. You eat 19 of them. And, and nuts are high fat, yes, and that's good for a ketogenic diet, but not not too much fat. You can't have too much fat and expect to be in a positive position. So the reality is, is that if you're eating macadamia nuts, which are considerably higher in fat than the average nut, and you're eating 19 instead of the nine that is a serving size, you've blown your carbs for the day. Plus, you've just had way too much fat. So you really need guidance on these types of diets. This is not the type of diet that you should just kind of prematurely say, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to do a ketogenic diet. So be very careful. Be very cautious with stuff like this. This is extremely important that you're focusing on this because there's more to it than weight loss. You can damage your body with it. I believe in the diet. I've lived off of the diet. It's decreased my inflammation. It has controlled my autoimmune disease. I'm not currently on a ketogenic diet. I do a very low-carb diet, but I don't do a 20 carbs or under at this point because I'm trialing something where I'm de- decreasing my protein down to about 55 grams a day and I'm seeing what happens because my mom had a heart attack a month ago, so I'm just making some adjustments. And I just had a cardiac uh, calcium uh, CAT scan last week, and I've been eating a ketogenic diet for the past 15 years, so I was a little worried because of what everybody says about cholesterol. I scored a zero, less than 5% chance of a cardiac event for me. That's what my cardiac calcium CAT scan said. I've been doing a ketogenic diet for 15 years. I don't overconsume on carbs. I've never overconsumed on carbs. I don't overconsume on fruit. I don't eat starches. And that's what my cardiac calcium CAT scan said. So for those of you that don't believe in a ketogenic diet, all I can do is tell you that's my personal experience. And I do not and have not been able to have the opportunity to overconsume on carbs because I don't feel good because of the autoimmune disease that I have. So that's my opinion on a ketogenic diet. Do I feel like it's a great idea? Absolutely. If you're in a situation where you're ready to make the commitment and you're going to nail it down and you're going to stick with it, go for it. Do the ketogenic diet, but don't try to do it on your own. If I felt like my car needed a new engine, I wouldn't pull my other one out and start trying to figure out how to put a new one in. I have no clue how to put an engine in a car. I'm going to hire someone that I know not only works on cars. I'm not just going to Firestone for it. I'm nothing against Firestone. I'm finding someone who I know has replaced someone's engine and that engine has lasted them a long time. That's why it's not good to just hire any old random person on the internet that does nutrition. First of all, are you, do you even know them? Do they even live it for their lifestyle? If you're gonna ha- if you're gonna hire a coach, you'd better hope that that coach is actually eating the way that they're suggesting for you to eat. Someone doesn't have to look like a bodybuilder in order to be a, an effective coach. Okay, so I don't believe in that, but I do believe that you need to not walk around with donuts in your hand every day if you're going to be a coach. So that doesn't mean you can't have an off meal every now and again, but it does mean that you gotta walk the walk. So if you're looking for someone to help you with 
with a ketogenic diet, you can't be afraid to spend a little bit of money. You need somebody that actually knows what they're doing instead of somebody who's just kind of randomly reading Google all the time. There is no certification or doctorate on a ketogenic diet, so don't look for someone that has a degree on it. You're not going to find that. The reality is, is experience is king when it comes to stuff like this. And there are folks that have just been in the industry and have been dealing with this for years and years and years, and it's made a significant difference. I remember